This episode is made possible by the BC Ale Trail. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at bcaletrail.ca. If you hit a midlife crisis, what's the obvious choice? Buy a motorcycle? Nah, you get into brewing beer. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name's Aaron and I'm Cascadian. In this podcast series, I profile the unique breweries of Cascadia, a region that has a strong presence on the international beer scene. Cascadia is a bioregion in the Pacific Northwest on the North American continent. It's made up of the U.S. states of Washington and Oregon, as well as the Canadian province of British Columbia. If you're enjoying this podcast series, I really hope you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app. It doesn't cost you anything to subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. And if you enjoy this series, please feel free to share with a friend. It really helps support and grow this podcast series. You can also keep up to date by following us on social media at facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer, on Twitter at Cascadian Beer, and on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast. So in this episode, I was very fortunate to visit a beautiful part of British Columbia. I traveled Highway 16 in the northern part of the province recently, and I made a stop in the community of Terrace. Sherwood Mountain is a brewery focusing mostly on lagers, and has been quite successful in the local area. On a very busy Thursday afternoon, I sat down with brewer and co-owner, Daryl Tucker. Daryl Tucker, and the owner of Sherwood Mountain Brewhouse and Brewmaster, quote-unquote. All right, and how long have you been open for? You opened December 19th of 2014, so a week before Christmas. <laughs> right. Good time to open a brewery if you uh, want to go in with a big pal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and uh, where are we? Where are we located in the province? We're in, in the northwest part of the province, uh, Terrace, BC. Yeah, right on Highway 16, right? Right on Highway 16. Yeah. It's a yellowhead highway and takes you right into Rupert. And from there, you can hit the island, Haida Gwaii, or go to Alaska. Yeah, and it was a beautiful drive coming out. I drove in from Smithers today. And that whole drive from Prince George to, to, to the Prince Rupert, the highlight is Smithers to Prince Rupert in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. So uh, how did beer find you? Beer found me in a, in a midlife crisis. I was 44 years old and uh, just had a good run with a local airline company as a marketing director and business development guy and uh, looking for something different. And uh, my partner and friend said, well, why don't you be a brewmaster? And I said, what the heck's a brewmaster? I don't know what a brewmaster is. I just drink beer. Yeah. From that, I just decided to, you know, look into it. I had a bit of an online brochure from the VLB, which is a, a school in Berlin, and uh, did some research and it resonated with me. I know beer is a lot like cooking, mm-hmm. making something. So I enjoy cooking. So, and I enjoyed beer. And then of course, the other side of uh, a beer is you have to sell it and market it and put on events. So kind of that's sort of been my history. Right. So uh, it seemed like, a, you know, it seemed to have a good fit for me. Plus I had the opportunity if I made the thing go to go to live in, uh, in, in Europe, in Berlin for six months. And uh, I didn't have any kids or a wife. So if it didn't work out, it was just me that was going to bomb. Yeah, yeah. So I went for it. Yeah, so so you went over to Germany. Yep, I uh, for I had to get a couple of years of. I would never. I don't have a home brewing background or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Business, and I was looking for an idea, and like I say, it resonated. So, I went to Ontario a few, a few summers back and forth from Terrace in the van, and uh, 
learned uh, the nuts and bolts of brewing at Lake of Bay's Brewing Company under a couple of good friends now and, and mentors. And uh, from that, once I got the experience and it still, still worked out, I, uh, I, I got accepted into the VLB in Berlin and, and made the uh, trip over there. I think it was uh, 2013 I was there for that year. Right. And then how long um, until you finished the course and then uh, had this brewery open? I finished up. The course was done at the end of June, 2013. I went back to Ontario and, and visited with the folks and family and did another bunch of months at Lake of Bays brewing. And then, uh, and then Thanksgiving came and it was time to make a decision. So I, I had a house here, but uh, I wasn't quite sure if I, you know, if I had it for him for the business, but uh, had a couple of job offers in the brewing world, but I kind of stuck to my gun and uh, came back to Terrace and we put my business partner, uh, Parker, Linda Parker, we put pen to paper in January, 2014, got the place secured in March, ordered up the, uh, the machine, the mach- uh, machinery. And uh, we were open, like I say, for December. Right. Yeah. Man, that's that's actually quite a fast turnaround considering some other breweries. Yeah. I, I look at some of the stuff down in, in the bigger mainland area and I kind of, you know, count my blessings because we certainly, uh, the stars aligned for us and uh, the leasing on this property was favorable. So we didn't have a whole empty building waiting for months to get compliant or get accepted and things. We kind of... Uh, kind of just marched through it and it kind of worked out well all right and was there another brewery in terrace at the time or like what and it, you just wanted to open here because you lived here right that's right i mean there was no other brewery in town there was a bit of a history of me working with another group that wanted to open a brewery uh the skeena brewing company but uh the they couldn't their plan couldn't get for, move forward so I kind of kept pushing forward on my own and, uh, and Linda came on board with me and, uh, away we went until we opened our own space. And, uh, where does the name Sherwood Mountain come from? Well, Sherwood Mountain is a bit of a, bit of a story to itself. Basically my last name, Tucker. So I, for a long time, I've been called Tuck and of course, Friar Tuck had come into my, into my world over the years growing up. And, uh, but the truth was we were in, uh, we were in London after, uh, after schooling of, of Berlin that I spoke about and, uh, Parker came to visit me and we went over and traveled around Europe a bit. And on the way out, we stopped in London and we went to a theatrical production called the, uh, wicked, uh, wicked. Mm-hmm. And it's a story of the wicked witch and, uh, how her story was wrongly portrayed. And it kind of, that show went on about that and it got us thinking, and I was sure would, and so it was sure would, you know, the friar, he has another life. He lives, you know, he lives in the forest with his friends over there, but in the off season, he comes to to Terrace, BC in the Coast Mountain Range and brews beer. So he has a whole nother, uh, another half-life here. Right. And that's why he's on the bottle, right? And that's why he's on the bottle. He's <laughs> part of our part of our story. And then it's a tie into my to my dad as well. So there's a there's a couple of pieces that tie into the whole Sherwood thing. Right. Plus it's kind of a little more unique than just a, just a, something else like Skeena. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in conversation with Daryl Tucker from Sherwood Mountain. So I was really excited to visit Northern BC. And it was my first time up there, and I was kind of wondering where to begin. Well, you know what helped? The BC Ale Trail. At thebcaletrail.ca, you'll find the newly launched Ale Trail for Northern BC, where you'll not only get suggestions for what breweries you should visit, but also pubs, local restaurants, and other activities the area has to offer. And there are a lot of them. While on the website, you'll find a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC, a calendar with beer events, and a blog featuring the stories of BC's craft beer scene. So whether you're planning a visit or being a tourist in your own backyard, let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at bcaletrail.ca.
And thanks so much for supporting this podcast, guys. All right, let's jump back into conversation with Daryl at Sherwood Mountain. What's the size of the brew house there and uh, and who made it? For us, we, we opened up with a, a 15-barrel, uh, two-vessel brew house and uh, made in Biker Veller, North America, well, Canadian company. And uh, that's kind of where we were at. We really wanted to support Canadian companies as much as we could, North America after that. So uh, we, uh, you know, we got our quotes in and uh, for us, the... Uh, the decision was made with to use Corella equipment, so we started off with that two vessel brew house and uh, three fermenters, thirty barrel fermenters, and a and a single thirty barrel bright. So mm-hmm. that's our that was where we opened with. Yeah, and you've expanded since then. Since then, we've added a couple of more thirty uh, thirty barrel fermenters. The single bright, we've got two more forty five barrels coming this fall mm-hmm. to kind of get the production up. We recently added a wild goose canning system to our system plus a little maheen two-head filler so we can can bottle and keg now so it's uh yeah it's a good little system that we got going yeah and where are you sending that product to uh definitely we're we're the core of our business is right here out of the brew house and then we're we stretch over to the Haida Gwaii the Queen Charlotte Islands Prince that, Rupert that's actually the first place where I had your beer was on Haida Gwaii when I was <laughs> out there that. there's not all, there's only a handful of places that sell them so that's awesome to hear yeah, yeah no yeah. it's really really exciting to uh, be able to sell on Haida Gwaii give me a good love going over there but if you can throw a little business into it too it's, it's oh, even yeah. that much sweeter yeah, so yeah yeah so the the Gwaii, the, the the furthest west, obviously, and then we go all the way over to uh, Prince George and do some some runs ourselves. But our actual distribution stops at uh, Houston, which is the other side of Smithers, yep. Kitimat, and then different seasons we go up north. And you know, from time to time, people will come through and take product down to other reaches, but that's not a regular mm-hmm. regular stops. Yeah. So when you first opened your doors, uh, what was the community's response to you guys opening? When we first opened the doors, like I say, it was December nineteenth, and the I mean. As you're building breweries and bringing in big tanks, people are curious and watching and paying attention. And when we opened the door, it was just Linda and I, we kind of, you know, one day you have to just open. There's always more you can do. Oh, yeah, but yeah. we opened it up. It was just before Christmas and nobody had a growler. Right. We knew what a growler was yet. And did you have some in stock? And we had a lot of growlers. <laughs> okay. All right. We we ordered tons of growlers since that. Yeah, I mean, they're starting to slow down now, but mm-hmm. we've done a lot of growlers and, and we still fill them every day regularly. When the doors opened, it was just crazy. We ended up calling friends and family. We just couldn't, couldn't keep up. So, and that was kind of that whole, whole Christmas right up to New Year's. And there's a little bit of a reprieve on January two or three, mm-hmm. but the interest was high that first year. So we kind of, barn doors were swung wide open. Away we went. Right. Did you run out of beer? Didn't run. I don't recall running out of beer. Hate running out of beer, and I don't try to do that very often. Of course, you run out of brands from time to time. Oh yeah, but yeah. We'd never physically not had beer. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Can't sell off an empty shelf, as a buddy would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, where are you guys going from here? You said there's just a little bit of expansion coming. I mean, do you want to kind of dis- distribute more uh, amongst the province, or like what's what's the plan? Um, well, we have to brew more beer because of the canning machine, and that basically those in the business, you, you know, it's all about volume in there. You make a little bit off each six packs or whatever. So, so right now we're, we're just really trying to fill up the pipe, mm-hmm. and build, build up an inventory. And with our, you know, our five vessels right now, we haven't been able to fill up the pipe and get an inventory build up. So really with the next two, it's just a matter of building up inventory mm-hmm. and then maybe take on a few more accounts in our region. But I don't have any aspirations of going beyond Prince George anytime soon. I just kind of like doing what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's not necessarily off the radar as far as further, but lots of great beer in BC. So, yeah. you know, kind of keep it closer to home. Mm-hmm. So you were mentioning inventory there and how nobody had a growler in this town. So what are the styles that you focus on and what have you found has been kind of your most popular beer to make for uh, the local community? For us, well, hands down, we, we probably do more lagers than most BC brewers. I'm not sure, but yeah, up in here, it's a, we are the one that turns on the light daily. It's, it's an easy drink and light lager. It's 4.7% alcohol, like yeah. 12, 15 IBUs. It's just an, like I say, you can drink that one and still work the lawnmower. It's, uh, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's the one that keeps flying. And then we did a, I did a Munich lager behind that one that kind of was a one off and it just, took off some people just want a little bit of color and just a little bit more flavor but again it's not a heavy hitter and it's not a heavy ibu and then my favorite the pilner because i've i brew that regularly too and that's a german you know you go into germany you got to learn how to brew the pilner and this is the way they want you to do it kind of thing right right so uh that one and uh then we do a a red ale that's pretty popular too so all right and then we have the regular fleet of ipas and one-offs and things like that browns so if somebody was to come and visit you um, here, what are some uh, of the other attractions outside of your brewery and Terrace that people can uh, enjoy? Well, I think what people find when they come to Terrace is when the, you know, when it's, when it's a sunny day, it's stunning, stunning seeing the coast mountains and the, as you know, the drives are awesome for me. And for a lot of people that come more recently, the young people at the outdoor lifestyle, it's that Shane mountain skiing and the backcountry around here is awesome. Uh, skiing is a big thing. And then, of course, there's a snowmobiling crowd, but internationally, people are are coming here mainly for the sport fishing of salmon. Right. Um, different Europeans like the hiking in the uh, in the uh, mountains and and that. But it's a it's a sport fishing for salmon if they're coming to Terrace. On the you know on the they talk rubber tire traffic. People are driving through here or coming either way, east to west, west to east, because they're jumping on the ferries. Either they're going over to Haida Gwaii mm-hmm. or they're heading up to Alaska or they're going down Vancouver Island, you know, whatever direction they're heading. That's the, mm-hmm. you got the BC coastline here and the Alaska coastline. So big world tourism destinations that the, those places. Right. Yeah. And if somebody's wanting to go down the path of opening up their own brewery, what would be some advice that you could give them? Opening up a brewery. Jeez. I think, I think where we, we really uh, put us on the right track is really taking the time to put together a, a decent sh- and strong business plan and really trying to work out the volumes and the numbers as best you can. I mean, I was lucky in the fact that I worked in the breweries and we're, you know, we're, we're uh, older folks, so to speak. So we kind of had some business experience behind us and, uh, and I had access to information that, uh, because it was it was a, it was a known thing when I was working at Lake of Bees, Lake of Bays, that I was going in for a, to open a brewery. So they sort of shared some numbers, and I was able to see things firsthand. Right. So if you can get that practical experience and 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 you can work with the numbers, that's only going to help you in the long day. Right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Like it's it's a busy day here, so I, I really appreciate you sitting sitting down and chatting. Yeah, yeah. You came on one of those days. Eh? Everything just going yeah. on. <laughs> right on. No, but thank you. All right on here. Big, big, big thank you to Daryl. Really appreciate it. I mean, it was a very busy day. Um, I think something, one of the pumps broke or something that day. And uh, he and he took a minute out of uh, his day to speak with me. And it was uh, very, very, very grateful that he did. 
And um, yeah, I love their beers. I love what they're doing up there. Uh, I just wish I can get it uh, down in the lower mainland more often. So I guess that means I'll have to go back and visit soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cascading Beer Podcast. I do hope you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to the website cascadian.beer to find out how. Big thanks to the BCL Trail for also supporting this episode. Uh, Check them out at thebcltrail.ca. There's a lot of great stuff coming in the pipeline this year, so be sure to keep checking the website. And did you know they got a mobile app now? Yeah, you can go download the BCL Trail app now. The details are on their website at bcltrail.ca. If you want to keep up with this podcast series, you can through social media. We're on Facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer, on Twitter at Cascadian Beer, and on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast. For more information, to follow this podcast series, see some show notes, see some photos of me and Daryl at the brewery, head to Cascadian.beer. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And until next time, remember, support your local.